I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. lawsuit exposing Fox for lying to their viewers was going to give Tucker Carlson a change of heart and then maybe he'd start using his pretend news show to start telling the truth? Well, think again, because he was back at it last night doing exactly what everyone with a brain expected that he would do with the exclusive access speaker and name only Kevin McCarthy gave him to 40,000 hours of January 6th footage. He cherry-picked that footage to find little clips showing benign moments from that day and use those clips to continue lying about January 6th. Just never forget that Tucker, along with most of the people whose names you know at Fox, admitted under oath in the Dominion lawsuit, in those depositions, that they never believed Trump's election lies. But Tucker and friends repeated them anyway on air. Um, Boy, I'm having to bite my tongue. That's Joy Reid about... Tucker Carlson releasing more of the footage from what really happened January 6th. This is March 8, 2023. Yes, Tucker Carlson has access to something like 40,000 hours of what happened inside the Capitol on January 6th. Speaker of the House McCarthy giving it to him. Now, when Joy Reid wants to say that Tucker cherry-picked the video he showed to show there was no violence, he also showed there was some violence. But I will tell you this, the January 6th committee never did show no violence. They only wanted to show you the fighting with police, so they were cherry-picking what they wanted. And Tucker Carlson is defending what he did show. That video was recorded 26 months to the day before, January 6th, 2021. And for 26 months, that footage was held from the American public. The January 6th committee made certain Now, the Justice Department also kept a lid on that video footage. And in fact, in some cases, DOJ did not share it with criminal defendants who'd been charged on January 6th in violation of their constitutional rights. That is a big issue. You're supposed to allow the defendant to see all evidence against them. Now, Congressman Benny Thompson, Democrat, Mississippi, chaired the January 6th Select Committee, and he says we did not deceptively edit the video. Well, somebody did, Benny. With all due respect, somebody did because they only showed what they wanted to. You can claim that Tucker is only showing what he wanted to, but he did show both sides. Did the January 6th committee ever show at any point civilians just walking through the Capitol? No, they did not because that would not fit the narrative. And Tucker Carlson says the Democrats are coming for blood and his head and Fox News. Chuck Schumer called for the censorship of that video. Any information, and he did not dispute that it was accurate, the damages a storyline his party constructed and used must be squelched. And Schumer was explicit on that point. Because that video contradicted lies told by the Democratic Party, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, Chuck Schumer demanded that our bosses pull this show off the air. He's going to come back tonight with another segment. Fox News should tell him not to. Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, tell Carlson not to run a second segment 
of lies. I urge Fox News to order Carlson to cease propagating the big lie on his network and to level with their viewers about the truth, the truth behind the efforts to mislead the public. Conduct like theirs is just asking for another January 6th to happen. Yep, setting the stage in the view of Chuck Schumer. Keep in mind, Dominion has a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox and others, claiming that the election was fraudulent. And some of the depositions are already on record. They can't be changed. They gave them under testimony, one of them coming from Rupert Murdoch, the head of Fox the communications reveal Fox Corporation Chairman Rupert Murdoch was furious. Fox News called the 2020 election for Biden and wrote in an email to the former New York Post editor-in-chief, CNN declares and Fox coming in minutes. I hate our decision desk people and pollsters, some of the same people, I think, just for the hell of it, still praying for Arizona to prove them wrong, referring to Fox News's decision to project Biden the winner in Arizona. More than a month after the 2020 election, Fox News' D.C. managing editor wrote in a private message to a colleague he feared that the network's coverage of Trump's election fraud claims were becoming an existential crisis for the company. Murdoch conceded in an email to Fox News CEO Suzanne Scott in January 2021 that some of Fox's top talent went too far in their coverage. And he did not name the talent in that piece, as reported by CNN and NNN, but... He was talking about Laura Ingram and also Hannity and Tucker Carlson. And then he had this part of a deposition. During his deposition, Murdoch asked, do you believe that Dominion was engaged in a massive and coordinated effort to steal the 2020 presidential election? Murdoch replied, no. Dominion has made an effort to show that Rupert Murdoch was hands-on, that is, that he was aware of what people were saying on his air, that he had the ability to stop these guests from appearing and repeating these things that he apparently testified he's never believed to be true. That last voice was a CNN legal analyst, but he nailed it on what the deposition said. Now, keep in mind, this $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit has a lot of material in it including emails, private texts, and so forth. Both sides both sides want this settled before going to trial next month. And one of the emails, purportedly accurate, could be manufactured, could be rewritten, but claims Carlson, Tucker Carlson wrote that Trump's post-election behavior was disgusting. I'm trying to look away, adding, I hate him, speaking about Trump, passionately. What's fact and what's fiction? If we get to a trial, we might actually find out. If they decide to settle all the court, who knows what we'll end up learning. Coming up, a big question for us. Is Iran, is Iran within just days of having a nuclear weapon? That story's been circulating rapidly and picking up steam. I have an intel specialist coming up. Fred Flights, Vice Chair, America First Policy Institute. I want his opinion. Lock and load. Ready on the right. I want to share something special with you. 
I've told you how Wellington Environmental works to keep hospitals, schools, businesses safe for their patients, students, clients, employees. Wellington can do the same for you. Perfect example. A relative went to the basement, almost knocked over by the smell. A sewer line had broken. A call to Wellington, a crew was dispatched. First thing, make the home safe. Then clean up the mess. Truly clean it up. I'm telling you this because I want the best for you. Wellington Environmental. Here's the number, 314-644-4930. 644-4930. AAA rating with the Better Business Bureau. 644-4930. Wellington Environmental. Your world. Cleaner, better, safer. Be well with Wellington. You can text Larry right now at Larry Connors USA Facebook. Larry Connors USA Facebook. And where down we go, 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 go. Come where down we go, 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 go. So where down we go, This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. My next guest we've had on numerous times before and always glad to have him back. He has 25 years in intel information gathering, 19 of them with the CIA, working in various government national security positions between the CIA, Defense Intel, Department of State. Fred Flights. Fred, glad to have you back on board, sir. Larry, good to be here. Well, I'm... Wanted to reach out to you because I keep seeing rumblings coming out that Iran is within days of having a nuclear weapon. How accurate is that? It's uh, not very accurate, the administration saying that. But here, here's where we are. Um, Iran is close to having weapons-grade uranium in the form of, of, of a uranium gas called uranium hexafluoride. That gas would then have to be converted to uranium metal and then put into a warhead. Then they'd have to test the warhead. Iran is realistically a year to 18 months away at best from having a weapon it could test. Uh, but, you know, these nuances are hard to explain to the media. I mean, it, it's it's complicated. But look, well, they're not going to ask a question. Of course, go ahead. Go this ahead. is still bad that Iran is this close. Right. And what this means that it is in, it is enriching this uranium gas to this level means it has reconfigured its uranium enrichment machines to produce this weapons grade uranium gas. Well, that's bad. That means it's soon going to have an industrial scale process to produce nuclear weapons fuel that eventually will be made into bombs. So it's a very bad development, but it isn't accurate to say Iran is, a day, is days away from having a bomb. All right. Let me, let me put it this way. Now, you said fuel. I, I want to make sure I have a clear understanding. Are we talking about they already have fuel for ballistic missiles, so we're not talking about that. You're talking about fuel to create the nuclear. This is nuclear fuel. This nuclear, is uranium-235, which can under, which is fissile, which is, can undergo fission to, to uh, uh, conduct a nuclear explosion. Okay. A supercritical nuclear reaction that can be a nuclear explosion. Now, fissile, fissile uranium is also used in reactors, but we're we're talking about at, at your, your, your reactor grade uranium is three to five percent, 
uranium-235. Weapons grade is 90%, and Iran reportedly is enriching to about 84%. That's a new development, and it is very dangerous. Do you think it would have been different, say, if Trump were still in office? Because Biden has been pushing to let's make friends again with Iran. Well, there's no mistake that Iran's nuclear weapons program took off in January 2021. It did start to back out of its nuclear agreements under Obama's nuclear deal after Trump pulled out of that deal. But the real serious violations began when Biden came in. It enriched levels that it had never enriched to before. It began developing advanced machines to enrich uranium. It went all out when Biden was president. I don't think Iran would have risked that if Trump was still in office. You're listening to Fred Flights. He is a vice chair of the American Institute's uh, uh, project. I'm sorry, I didn't get that right, Fred. I apologize. The America American, First uh, Policy uh, Institute. America, America First Policy <laughs> Institute. Thank you, sir. I apologize. I got so many notes here in front of me. It's the America First <laughs> Policy Institute. Now, th- th- this, this, what they're reaching right now, is this something that can be delivered by, are we, can you get something like that into a suitcase and carry it by mule into Israel or something, or do you have to have a ballistic missile do the effective work? Well, we're talking about uh, about 25 kilograms of uranium metal that would be put inside of a warhead that would be too large. Well, I mean, I, I, whether they whether this would fit inside a missile or not, there's people who think it probably can. But yes, it, it could be. I don't think it would be small enough to be in a suitcase nuke. We know the Soviets had them. Right. But it is a weapon that could be transported in other means, not necessarily in a missile. So we have seen past cases where there have been mysterious explosions happening happening in Iran at some of their nuclear facilities and often, quote, attributed to the Israelis. Uh, we haven't seen any of those lately. They must be watching this as well. They've got to have intel. Well, there were some last fall, and I think there'll be more if Iran continues to advance its program. The Israelis view a nuclear Iran as an existential threat to their country. They're not going to tolerate it. Uh, there have been numerous uh, explosions in Iranian nuclear facilities over the last couple of years, some of them very serious. Iran's top nuclear scientist was assassinated in late 2020 using a remote control machine gun that, that the Israelis ran. Of course, they didn't admit it, but I mean, it is... If you've, if you've watched the series Tehran on Apple TV, you really need to watch it. You can right. see what the Israelis are capable of. All right. I'd like to make a point. What's it called again? Tehran? Tehran. All right. Now, you, there, you see Israeli intelligence agents, agents running all over Iran. It's, it's, it's remarkable. And I think it's pretty accurate. I, I, that was my next question. How much is fiction is how much is fact? Well, I mean, there are so many instances. Like there was an instance a few years ago when, um, Iranian nuclear scientists were driving down the street in Tehran and men came out of nowhere on motorcycles, put magnetized bombs on their car and blew them up. Uh, I mean, this is how serious Israel is to stopping Iran from pursuing a nuclear weapon. It's worth your life to work on this program in Iran. And, and I'm hoping it's discouraged some Iranian nuclear scientists from continuing to work on this. Well, not that the Iranian people have anything to say about it, but do they buy into this or they just have to be meekly quiet about it, just like they do in North Korea? 
I think there are many Iranians, many, many Iranians who don't like this program. It's enormously expensive. The missile programs are expensive. You know, when you test one of these long range missiles, that money's gone. I mean, millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in some instances. The same goes with North Korea. They're just burning up money that should be spent on the, on the Iranian people. And, I, I think it, it does have an effect when the economy is, is, is such a catastrophe in Iran. Well, we do know that that there are many of both North Korea and Iran. I mean, we're told, like in Iran, we only want to have nuclear capability to bring us out of the Stone Age so we can have nuclear power. We're not looking to build weapons. That's been their line, their lie and story over and over again. Obama bought into it. But he also said in signing the, it wasn't even a treaty, it wasn't approved by the Senate, but uh, signing the agreement, it, they will not get a bomb on my watch. Well, that was on his last eight, nine months in office. It was not going to happen on his watch, but we're getting closer. That's right. The argument is that under the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, Iran has a right to the peaceful use of nuclear energy. The Iranians claim they need nuclear power, even they're sitting on vast amounts of natural gas and oil. But I, I like what uh, President Bush said. I wish he had pushed this harder, that if you cheat on your nuclear non-proliferation treaty obligations, you have no right to peaceful nuclear power. And we know the Iranians have cheated repeatedly with secret nuclear activities, with weapons applications. They've lied repeatedly. They've been caught lying. Iran cannot be trusted with nuclear technology. So do we have any way to, to verify what they are or not doing? There is no more open door, whatever extent that was available then. We were never shown really what they were doing, but at least under some agreement, we, we had uh, U.N. inspectors going in and making assessments. Are they doing anything? You know, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because the U.N. celebrated last week a new agreement with Iran. Uh, to address the concerns about their nuclear program. But it turns out Iran didn't agree to put back monitoring cameras. It didn't agree to let the IEA examine key sites. They just agreed to talk. <laughs> and, you know, when the IEA takes this, take, makes such an unserious deal, what has to be done here is Iran has to fess up. They have to, we found traces of this near weapons grade uranium. Iran has to tell us where that came from, and they haven't agreed to do that. So what's the suspicion on where they got it? We know it came from a facility called Fordo. It is an enrichment site built deep inside a mountain, and it was built there, so American and Israeli uh, airstrikes would have difficulty destroying it. Now, my old friend John Bolton used to talk about how maybe we could use multiple uh, 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 mega bombs. I forget the name of them. Yeah, bomb, uh, drop, you know, the mother of all bombs type thing, yeah. Drop one on top of another, and that would get into the in, into this underground bunker. Uh, so I, I hope we're, we're looking at that. So that's Iran, and China the other day announced they're going to ex start expending another 7.5% of their uh, money on building up their military. What is the nuclear capability of China and Russia at this point? Well, Russia has the largest nuclear arsenal, and they've continued to uh, improve it while we have not, although I think there's some movement in Congress to spend more money on our nuclear program. And I'm happy to see that efforts to uh, improve, modernize a nuclear program under Trump, Biden wanted to reverse it. And so far, even the Democrats didn't vote for that. Uh, but uh, the Russian nuclear program is a problem. Uh, China's is much smaller, but it's growing rapidly. They may have about 400 nuclear weapons now. Maybe they'll have 
2000 by the end of the decade. Uh, their nuclear program is much smaller than ours, but you know they are determined to to continue to develop it. Well, the other nations around Iran are basically, and of course Israel has nukes, but I mean they're they're all they're all taking the attitude that if they're going to get it, we're, we we want one. I mean we're going to get to the point where somebody is going to have access to one, and they get a little trigger happy. That's it. That's right. I mean the Saudis have talked about that. South Korea has talked about that because the South Koreans don't have confidence that the United States is going to contain North Korea. And, uh, you know, that's something we really don't want to, we don't want to see nuclear weapons proliferating. Uh, and what I don't think Japan is about to get nuclear weapons, but they're They have basically moved away from the pacifist restrictions on their military. They're so afraid of the threat from China and they're growingly concerned about America's commitment to defend them. Fred, do we not have enough nuclear weapons already in the world to destroy this world numerous times over? You know, I, I, that's a good point. When we hear that the Russians are building more weapons or the Chinese are building more weapons, the United States and Russia have more than enough weapons to destroy each other, and neither nation has the capability to shoot down most of the weapons that one would shoot at the other. I mean, mutually assured destruction is still a valid principle. I mean, the Russians can develop some new nuclear missile, but it doesn't eliminate that fact. The same with the Chinese. They may, they may build quite a few nuclear weapons, but they can't knock out most of ours. We have nuclear weapons stationed on submarines of the Russians and, and the Chinese can't track. Uh, we have, uh, uh, you know, a, a system where, you know, we we can defend ourselves. There's no question about that. But still, there's the, the worry of miscalculation of unstable states getting these weapons. That's something we have to look at. All right. Well, Fred, I want to thank you for your time. It's uh, I don't. <laughs> it's not going to help anyone sleep easier tonight. I don't think. <laughs> but well, it's, well, uh, it's not as bad as it seems. I think so far. So far, Iran is not about Iran's not getting a nuclear weapon next month or even this year. Even though you may hear that in CNN. All right. <laughs> Thanks. We'll watch for that source. Always question the source. Fred Flights again. I thank you, Vice Chair America First Policy Institute. Always a wealth of information and uh, engaging conversations every time we have him on the air. Glad to have him. Good to be here. It's hard to find a car you like, but here's an easier way. AckermanToyota.com. In a flash, you're going to see new and pre-owned. You can quickly select which model you want, price, colors, options, get details on financing, lifetime oil changes, lifetime engine warranty. Just click AckermanToyota.com. AckermanToyota.com. Ackerman Toyota at Hampton, just north of Interstate 44. Ackerman Toyota for life. This time of year, heavy rains, high winds, they can hit. And if you have any loose shingles, even the smallest hole in your roof, you're taking a major gamble with your biggest investment. I can tell you from personal experience, do not wait until you have water where it shouldn't be. Don't forget that John Bill has disaster crews, which can at least cover your roof until the damage can be fully repaired. Homeowner, business owner, call John Beal. 1-800-NEW-ROOF. 1-800-NEW-ROOF. A little higher.
is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. Well, the DEA administrator is stating that drug cartel traffickers and people selling fentanyl and other drugs are all over social media, and social media is doing nothing about it. The DEA administrator says, used to be, if you were going to buy some drugs, you had to go to an air open-air drug market, have to know a dealer. Now every single American who has a cell phone, a smartphone, basically has a drug dealer in their pocket. She was specifically looking at Snapchat, saying they're not doing what they should be doing, nor others, to stop this from happening. Snapchat did respond, saying we are using the latest technology to shut down drug dealer accounts. The DA administrator said that is not accurate. They say they're doing everything they can, but they won't show us that technology. They won't let outside experts in. It's unacceptable. Unacceptable. We're talking about 107,735 American lives lost between August of 2021 and August 2022. Whatever they're doing, whatever any big tech is doing, it is not enough. And I would agree. We've got to be doing more to stop this drug trafficking. Well, Senator Josh Hawley moved forward some legislation to ban Chinese corporations, in addition to any individuals linked to the Chinese Communist Party, from owning farmland all over the U.S. Hawley, of course, Republican of Missouri. He introduced the bill called This Land is Our Land. Good. I like that title. It is aimed at stopping Chinese corporations and individuals associated with them from owning any farmland in our nation. Because of what we've seen happen recently, there's been a surge, according to the Wall Street Journal, of Chinese entities buying up U.S. farmland. 338,000 acres of land at the end of 2020, a 350% increase from the end of 2010. And often they're buying them near U.S. Facilities such as intel agencies, bomber wings, anything that we might want to keep silent from the Chinese, they're moving closer. The legislation, according to Senator Hawley, would protect the integrity of our nation's food supply chain and make sure these lands are not placed anywhere near military installations. It defines agriculture land as land used for farming, ranching, or timber production, land used for food processing, land that is currently idle or was used within the past five years for farming, ranching, or timber production. The whole idea here is to make sure the Chinese do not get a stronger footprint across the face of this country. We know they've been doing it for some time. We know they want to escalate. And now they're using these straw parties, somebody that's linked to the Chinese Communist Party, but appears to be just, I just want to buy some land. You know, you got some out here, I'd like to take a look at it. And it turns out that they are linked to the Chinese Communist Party, and pretty soon China owns more acreage in the U.S., and often near military installations. Good place to do some eavesdropping. So this bill, again titled, This land is our land. Got through the house. That's good. 
it got to the House because Republicans control the House. But it has to go to the Senate. How many senators are going to stand up against protecting our nation from Chinese communists actually buying land in this country? That's going to be a very good test for those senators. And I'm going to kind of enjoy watching, see how they fidget and move around and make blah, 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 but end up not supporting it. Well, as you know, Tucker Carlson has been getting a lot of flack because he's releasing some of the video from January 6th, video which the January 6th committee did not let you see because it destroyed their narrative. Video of Americans who walked in the Capitol were not causing trouble whatsoever. Well, of course, Whoopi Goldberg has to weigh in. Last night, Tucker Carlson took a page from George Orwell's 1984 (laughs) and told his viewers to reject the evidence of their eyes and ears. Take a look. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. I don't know what he's playing at, but people saw what they saw. They saw what they saw, and they've seen what's gone down with it. And no matter what, you can't put this monkey back in the cage. You can't. This is this was insurrection. It just was what it was. So people are very upset. His viewers, maybe they're going to buy it. I don't know. Did she say put the monkey back in the cage? Is that a racial statement? I'm just asking. I don't know nowadays. That's Whoopi Goldberg on The View talking about Tucker Carlson and his tapes that he was releasing and saying, in her words, people saw what they saw. What they saw was what the Democrats wanted them to see regarding the January 6th hearing. Out of 44,000-plus hours of video taken from numerous cameras around the Capitol, They selected, cherry-picked the pieces they wanted you to see. The battling at the line with the police and police officers being hurt, civilians being battled, and those were true. They happened. They also have pictures on there that they did not want you to see or they would have shown them to you. And if you're going to say people saw what they saw, well, those who were these other pictures, they never saw any of that. They just saw people peacefully walking through the Capitol Rotunda, looking around, taking pictures, nobody stopping them, nobody giving them orders, and it was all peaceful. Both are true. Both are true. The issue is how one was used, and it was used by the January 6th committee, to make it look like this was this was violence out of control. Well, it was an issue where obviously it should have been stopped. It never should have happened. It was not patriotic. I'll agree with all that. But they didn't even show the other. Why? Well, because it ruins the narrative. You can't show people peacefully walking in and smiling and taking pictures and talk about the violence. So the only thing that Whoopi saw is what the networks were provided by the January 6th committee in the beginning, and that's what was put on. Then when... New House Speaker McCarthy says, we need to have a full look at all this video. Turns it over to Tucker Carlson and his staff, and they go through and they find 
I don't know how many minutes of footage where people are not doing anything wrong. If I just showed you what Tucker Carlson had, I'd be lying because the other part was also going on. The difficulty with Whoopi and all those on the left and those who think they're giving you news without slanting it, they have slanted it by deciding what they're going to show you. If you're going to show us both, you're doing a good job. But Whoopi Goldberg, now that is where I like to use a phrase, and I use it often, when someone like that starts speaking, consider the source. You are listening to Larry Connors, USA. So put this on your calendar, May the 1st. Napoli C will open on the streets of St. Charles, right next door to Napoli 3. Napoli C will have the finest seafood, lobster, crab, caviar. May 1st, Napoli C opens on the streets of St. Charles, right next door to Napoli 3, which is also open for lunch and on Sundays. You can find me at Cafe Napoli. In Clayton, Town and Country, Streets of St. Charles, and then May 1st, Napoli C. This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. What do you make of all the anti-LGBTQ legislation that's making its way in bills across the country? Um, you know, I believe you don't stop the fight. Equality for everybody or nobody's really equal. This is how Hitler started. You know, just weeding everybody out and then finally he, you know, I don't think it's a good idea what they're doing, but you know, you just have to keep fighting for civil rights. I guess that's the way it is in this country. You know, you know, Cindy Lauper, <laughs> you start asking questions of a Hollywood elite, Cindy Lauper, girls just want to have fun. You're going to get a lot, you know, uh, you know, but interesting because the question being raised by someone obviously wanting to hear a leftist view of red states putting various bans in place on abortions. And she used the phrase, well, this is something you saw under Hitler, under Hitler, similar to his Nazis weeding people out, weeding people out, that phrase. You know where I t- go back to on that phrase? Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Sanger. She used the same phrase. She said, who really wants these human weeds destroying the seemingly perfect garden of children? And by weeds, she was talking about, obviously, homosexuals, but also blacks, anyone they did not consider met the imperial Nazi Hitler regime as a candidate for life. They all come back around in circles, don't they? Cindy Lauper talking about weeds, just like Margaret Singer did. Remember our pledge? One nation under God. 